Hi and welcome to Be More Super the podcast. I'm Brian, your host, and I just wanted to welcome you back uh, for our return returning listeners. Uh, thank you so much for supporting the show. We've had a great year and a half, two years since we started the podcast, and we've had some amazing guests, and these guests keep on coming, and this interview will definitely, definitely blow your socks off. And I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsors, which are Prop Store. Prop Store are based in LA and in London um, and they deal with props and costumes from your favourite movies and TV shows. So check out their website, PropStore.com. They do auctions throughout the year and they've got everything from every single TV and film that that you can ever think of. So check them out. Also, please, if you love this interview, check out our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is easy to find. Just put in be More Super, the podcast, in the YouTube search. Give us a subscribe and enjoy the video version of this interview. So sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready and enjoy this week's episode. And remember, keep safe and stay super. You've been listening to Be More Super, the podcast. It was a crazy fun experience i love the show guys you're awesome listen my whole family loves it man if you enjoyed this episode be sure to hit the subscribe button and share with your super friends my world let me talk so on this week's episode of be more super the podcast we've got a, a guest that's not standard for us because we are used to having actors on the show from TV and film. But I've got to say, this young man's journey is truly inspirational. Not only is he a yoga teacher, vegan chef, entrepreneur and activist for climate change, all by the age of six, 16. And can I just add happy birthday for the other day because you've just turned 17. It's Tabay Atkins. Tabay, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you for having me. It is an absolute pleasure. And and like I just said a moment ago, is that we normally have actors uh, on the show from TV and film. And I got approached with your story. And it's just amazing. You know, as a father myself of two small girls, you know, the fact that the hope that by the age of 16, they'll have as much, um, I, I, I don't know, um, drive as you did from such an early early age so before we uh, you know delve into your your amazing journey uh, the past two years have been quite challenging to say the least especially with the pandemic uh, we never thought it would be global you know it's one of those things that we see in another country and you think ah, it'll never get over over to us I mean how have you right. kept positive and how have you kept moving forwards over the last couple of years during the pandemic because you're a young man you're probably a social butterfly uh so it's obviously put all that to uh to sort of rest so ask us a lot how do i stay positive how did i stay Mm. positive during the pandemic well the pandemic was generally a negative situation but in any negative situation you can always be positive because there's always a positive in every negative situation um, even though the pandemic was most of all, like I said, negative, there's so much positive that came out of it. Um, you can, you, I've been able to connect to people like I've never been able to connect before digitally, like we're doing right now, mm-hmm. um, in a way I never would have planned doing it if there wasn't a pandemic. I think although physically it separated us so much, it brought us together in a new way, um, connecting with more people, uh, learning people's stories and really, you know, bringing in new opportunities. Like for me, that's when I started teaching digital yoga classes. I didn't really do that very much before, not at all. And I never would have planned on doing it anyways. Never, Nothing I really thought of. But then once the pandemic came along, um, it kind of forced me to do that. Mm. And it was such a, an interesting experience at first because before that, I was used to teaching classes to a camera, not teaching Zoom classes, but teaching, um, filming yoga classes for a video series. And now teaching people through the camera, like actually live through the camera was a new experience, but also brought lots of new opportunity because before that I was just teaching in person. 
which was limiting for a lot of people because the only people that could take my classes were the people who were there. Mm. But I've been able to connect to new students and teach people globally like I haven't done before. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? You have done so much in your life so far in your first 17 years. And let's talk about yoga because I haven't got a clue on yoga. Literally, <laughs> I make unusual noises just getting my socks on. And I don't know if that's <laughs> just age or just lack of flexibility. So I hear the term yogi um, put about. Me, I, I straight away think yogi beer. You know, the cartoon. <laughs> yogi beer, yes. Um, but if you could describe, uh, you know, the, you know how you got into yoga, uh, because I don't know if you are still, but you was the youngest yoga instructor in the United States, which I think is phenomenal. So if you could talk to the viewers and listeners about how you got into yo yo yoga, because I think it's astonishing. So I got into yoga when I was seven. And uh, yoga wasn't something that's been a part of my life since I was a baby. Um, when I was seven was when I was first introduced to it. And it my yoga journey actually started before that when I was six. When I was six, my mom was diagnosed with stage three non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. And she couldn't even walk on her own because of the intensive treatment she had to take. Because when she was diagnosed, that was after being misdiagnosed for almost a year. So uh, the treatment was very intense. Um, she beat cancer. And um, actually, this September, she's going to be 10 years cancer free. That's awesome. So we're all very uh, happy and grateful. But when right when she beat cancer, uh, she, she, the cancer was gone, but she, she still had all the effects that came with cancer and its treatment. She couldn't walk on her own. She couldn't bend or straighten her knees. And, of course, all the emotional things that come with it as well. She, I was seven when she beat cancer. And when she was two weeks cancer-free, she got into a 200-hour vinyasa yoga teacher training. Uh, and that was her first. She, it's not like she went to yoga because she thought it was going to help her heal. She didn't know what yoga was. She barely knew how to spell yoga. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was actually a per one person was reaching out to her during her cancer treatment who her mom passed away from cancer and her sister was going through it at the time who later passed away. And she was reaching out to my mom, just telling her, I know what you're going through. I'm here to support you if you need anything. My mom was in a place where she just didn't really want to reply to messages. She didn't want to see people. She didn't want another person to say, you'll get through this because it's not a cold. It's cancer. Um, anyways, this person kept on reaching out when my mom beat cancer, she, you know, thought, you know, this first, this lady was so nice to me reaching out during my cancer treatment. I'd never even met her. I don't even know who she was. Um, uh, but I should, you know, meet her for tea or juice just to thank her. Um, so anyway, my mom messaged her back and said, um, do you want to meet at this day and time? Uh, she just chose a random day and time. And the lady said, yes, I'm at this gym getting off work. So my mom got to the gym that day that she chose and walked into the room and saw her and eight other uh, super yogis uh, who were had these big fat manuals in front of them uh, about to start a 200 hour teacher training. My mom said, oh, my gosh, I came at the wrong day, wrong time. And this lady, she she looked at her and said, I've been trying to reach out to you for so many months while you're going through cancer. And this was the day and time that you chose. I'm about to start a 200-hour teacher training. And she said, you should stay here. You were meant to be here. My mom thought she was crazy. She said, do you not see me? I can barely walk. I can't bend or shake my knees. I don't even know how to spell yoga. You want me to do a 200-hour training? Um, well, anyways, after uh, the support of her and uh, the other students in the training, she finally joined after a bit of resistance. Um, and I was, I was there with her the whole time, not taking the training, but just staying, staying there in case she needed any help or needing, uh, props. Um, so I was there watching and I noticed after about the training lasted about two and a half months. After that two and a half months, she could walk on her own again. She didn't need, um, help. She didn't need someone to drive her. She didn't need someone to help her walk. She could bend and straighten her knees. She was happier and healthier than before she had cancer. And when I saw that, because this was, I didn't know anything about yoga, just like my mom. This was our first time even hearing about it. And I saw that and was so inspired by her recovery that I decided I want to teach yoga 
and help other people heal the way yoga helped heal her. And she thought that I was telling her what I wanted to do when I grew up. But I told her, no, I want to do this right now. So anyways, not, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we started traveling the country, taking um, specialty yoga trainings. Um, I got my first certificate when I was seven. And um, I now have 12 specialty yoga certificates. My mom has 18. Um, my mom's passion was teaching yoga to kids because, you know, yoga, it's so good for adults, but why not kids? Um, and I think she thought it would really be helpful for them as they're growing up. So mm -hmm. she opened the first kids yoga studio in Orange County, California. And she was teaching at the after school programs as well. Uh, and I would, I'd be by her side being her co-teacher. But it wasn't until I was 10 that I got my 200-hour vinyasa certificate. Now, you can get specialty certificates like a day, two days, a few hours of training. But if you want to actually teach your own classes, you have to be 200 hours certified. So that, I was, that's the one that I've been wanting to. I was waiting for the big one to come to 200 hour. Uh, because when I was seven, I didn't take one, a 200 hour training. I just took a little one. But um, when that training came around, it was actually summer of, I don't remember what year, but I just finished my last day of um, fifth grade, my last day of elementary school. And we're planning a big Europe vacation that summer and because we love to travel. But then my mom found this training, this 200-hour training, and she knew how much I wanted to do it. So she asked me, she said, do you want to go on this big trip that we plan, places you haven't been before, or do you want to take this 200-hour training? She thought I would choose Europe and wait till another training comes around. But without hesitation, I chose the teacher training because this was so important to me. I wanted to start. As you see, I don't waste any time. I don't like to wait. <laughs> no, so, there is nothing wrong, I, wrong, wrong with that. I mean, would you yeah. say, would you say that, that you doing the yo yoga was your way of, I don't know, deal, dealing with things? Because it's got to be quite difficult being seven years old and seeing your mum go through this experience and this, this battle with can cancer. I mean, how did that affect you at a young age? And and how did you again, you know, keep positive? Uh, because it must must be so difficult at such a young age. It was, but you know, just like I said about the pandemic, every negative situation has a positive side to it. And even though cancer is such a negative situation, such a bad thing that happened to my mom, if it didn't, we wouldn't be living the life we live now, knowing so much about health and wellness. Because it's it's kind of interesting and ironic when you think of it. A situation of bad health, really bad health, turned into a lifetime of good health and wellness for us. Mm. And not only that, but it inspired me to share this knowledge of wellness to people around the world. Because my mom and I didn't know about yoga. And at the time, a lot of people didn't know about yoga as well. And of course, now it's not just yoga. I teach a lot of other wellness practices. But that's the whole start of it. And of course, yoga does give you the tools to deal with stressful situations. Um, my mom, for example, she was always stressed and sad and depressed during her cancer treatment. But when she, even after beating cancer, uh, because that's just something that comes with, you know, after you beat cancer, you still have all these effects from the treatment. Mm. But yoga gave her the tools and gave her the mindset to not let things bother, not bother, not let things stress you out. And to give you a whole new mindset about things, a new uh, perspective. Mm. I mean, I mean, I mean. Obviously, what you're saying now, um, you know, how stressed I am with the kids. Maybe yoga might actually help. Um, but I've got a picture there of you and 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 your mom, and it's so 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 great to hear that that obviously she's she's been clear for so so long, and this positives yeah. out of negatives and is what you're doing which is fantastic i mean when we talk about yoga um i mean what does it actually do for us i mean if you could tell us a bit what what are the benefits of doing yoga so the benefits of yoga, there's so many the benefits are so vast it helps pretty much everything um but yoga of course when you think of it one thing i try to avoid and I teach other people to avoid is thinking of yoga as strictly a physical practice. 
because it's actually a lot more than that. But we, it's mostly viewed as a physical practice. Yoga in its whole is uh, a physical practice, which is important, but not everything in it. There's the meditation and mindfulness, breathing exercise. Um, what else? There are um, yoga is also a spiritual practice. And it's a whole comprehensive set of philosophies and movements and mindfulness practices that really help you live an overall well life. Because let me tell you what yoga's goal is. So what yoga is trying to do for you is it's actually a few steps. So we start with the physical movements. And the physical movements, which we all, we all uh, most of us see as yoga, is just the first step. The physical movements are setting a pace for the breath. The breath is a very important part of yoga. You're always moving with the breath, inhales and exhales. And the poses help us keep an even and consistent breath tempo. Like you're moving, you're breathing in, you're breathing out. And the movements help you uh, have that even tempo of breathing. Because it's a lot easier to regulate physical movements than, it's easy, than to regulate the breath. Now, the w reason we want to regulate the breath is to um, regulate the mind and to calm the fluctuations of the mind, the inner narrator, because it's a lot easier to regulate a physical movement than the breath. It's a lot easier to regulate the breath than it is the mind. And calming the mind and reducing the um, inner narrator is also not the end goal. That's another step. That's step three. Now, the reason we want to do that is to develop a steady mind and focus. So by calming the inner narrator, we're able to have a better focus. Now, the reason we want to have a better focus and have a calm mind is to have a objective awareness in and of the present moment. So this whole thing that starts with just move, moves and down dog and tree pose really is leading to something much bigger than that, leading to mindfulness, leading to physical and mental well-being, leading to having an awareness throughout your life of being objective, unbiased of the present moment, seeing things clearly. Mm. I mean, what's your opinion on, because you're like 17 now, and, you know, you see all these 15, 16-year-olds, six, especially in the UK, that are literally spend all day, all night gaming, literally in their bedroom not getting any sunlight uh not bothering working or anything like like like, like that i mean what's your opinion on you know young young adults like like your age that are doing stuff stuff like that because it's so inspirational to hear you actually taking control of your life and 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 doing the best you can day by day i mean what's your impression of teenagers that literally are more bothered about call of duty <laughs> so i see that, yeah um everywhere i everywhere i've seen that here a lot um in the uk but you know it's it's kind of a trap really um and there's lots of traps out there um that you know it, it's harder now to like a, a long time ago it's easier to live this life of yoga and um and wellness. But now there's so many traps there around um, food, um, electronics, all the mm -hmm. games and things like that. And so many distractions that um, are pulling you in. So really, it's, it's hard to navigate around them. So you just have to um, have something that, you know, I learned through yoga which is self-regulation and self-control. Now, this is a, it's, that's why, you know, you move your body, you regulate the breath, you're regulating the mind. It all starts with that because it's so hard to control the mind. And if you can't control the mind, you can't control anything that you're going to do. 
you're going to yep. slip into every one of those traps that there are. You're going to mm. jump into those traps. <laughs> they're, they're not even going to need to do the work. Mm. But by having this, um, this regulation, you are able to navigate around these traps. And really because, you know, I never really played video games. I played a few games. I played a few games on my iPad. That's it. And I know they're they're fun. And when you start, you don't want to stop. Um, that's the way the games are made. But to realize that there's a lot more in life than a new high score uh, requires this awareness of the bigger picture, which is another another yoga lecture that uh, I've learned. You know, you are, there's four things that yoga has taught me and yoga is trying to get for you. Four things that humanity wants. And yoga is trying to get you those things. One is pleasure. And this is in order. Two is prosperity. Three is dharma, which is social service and your calling on to create a better world. And the fourth is liberation. Now, each of these things are very important and are valid for you to want and for you to get. And yoga is teaching you that you can have these things. And yoga is giving you the path to which you get these four things that you want. Now, you start at the beginning of pleasure. Now, pleasure is things, whatever makes you happy. For me, it's... Uh, Building Lego, for example, I actually have a Lego castle right behind me. Oh, um, sure. <laughs> um, for example, and the next one is prosperity. So, um, which may or may not mean money. Um, that could that's the main one, but uh, it could be other things than that. Pleasure is the first step, and it's a valid step. But you want to also realize that there's more steps ahead of you. Prosperity is more of a worthy thing to reach for. Um, they're all worthy, but you know, a bit of a bigger thing to do because it involves other people. Pleasure is ultimately private, but uh, prosperity involves the lives of others. Now, continuing on, you move to Dharma, which is even bigger because um, Dharma is your mission and your calling and the reason you believe you're sent to this planet. What you want to do to leave the world better than how you found it. And this can be uh, activism for whatever you believe in, whether it's animal rights or climate change, um, whatever it is you want to do to you know, help people. Like me, when I started, I wanted to help keep people healthy and well through the practice of yoga. Uh, clean eating, vegan food, um, and everything else that I'm teaching. Mm. And the last step, which is you know the, the highest up, is liberation, freedom. Um, what is it? Uh, joy and uh, <coughs> liberation. Now these are these are the final goals of yoga, and I'm lucky myself because. By choosing yoga as what I do, I checked out all four of those boxes because yoga, I like yoga, so pleasure. Two, prosperity, this is my job, my career, so it falls under that box. Three, dharma, this is my mission, this is what I'm doing to help make the world a better place. And four, yoga is a liberating practice. The practice of yoga leads to liberation. So yoga has is helping me get all four of the things that i as a human being want to achieve that is that is awesome and do you know what when you talk about dharma uh my dad sadly i lost to cancer just over a month ago Sorry and, about that. and uh, no no it's fine because he's definitely you know what he used to say always leave the world a better place than you found it so when exactly. you said 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 that literally it rang home and and you know it's it's great to see that you want to make the world a better place because there's there's so many people out there that don't care about the world don't care about people you know around them and you know exactly you're just yeah, yoga teach yoga teaches you to live in the present 
but you don't want to blindly live in the present. You know what I mean? You don't want to live in the present thing. Oh, I'll do whatever I want. It doesn't matter what happens later. You want to live in the present, but in a sustainable way and in a way that will lead to a better future as well. Yeah, and 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 you know what we 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 talk about the work that you're doing, you know, being an act, activist for climate change and 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 every, everything like that. But before we move on, um, you know, you're in quite demand um, with your yoga. If I I, I read this correctly, uh, Deepak Chopra and even the the Cardassians. I mean, and you're the face of what we would say in the UK, Nike. But in the U.S., you say Nike, which I think is great. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> so what's it like being in, you know, demand? You know, because I, I'm sure there's loads of yoga teachers out there, but for you, oh, yeah. something's obviously clicked in place, and and you must be doing an amazing job. I mean, what's it feel like to to be such a success and such in demand at such an an, an early age already? Well, it feels great because I am by teaching in a way that resonates with people and people want to have my teachings and learn from me. It's great because especially these people on high platforms, um, by teaching through them to them and um, um, using their platforms helps me share my message and my teachings to a bigger audience. And that has been so great for me to reach my mission of keeping people healthy. Because the more people that know about what I'm trying to teach, the more people can implement that into their lives and live healthier and more sustainable. Mm. And you talk about um, you know living healthier. So so you're vegan, and so is your mom. Um, I've got quite a few friends that are vegan um, as 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 well, and. You know, you've you've not only turned you know your lifestyle, uh, you've turned it into a business as well. And I've got a a lovely picture here. So there we go, yeah. uh, Tibet's uh, mindful kitchen. Um, and not only have you done that, and you do loads of videos online, you also have started up your own business, which again, I think it. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's amazing. How did that come 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 about? And and talk to us about you know the benefits of being a ve- a vegan because from a health point of view, you know it is very good. You know I think that that more more pe- people should. I mean, what do you think is stopping people from you know ditching the meat and 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 turning to plant based? And how did the uh, you know the mindful kitchen? business start because i think it's great for someone your age so uh cooking it started from a long a long time ago actually when i was very little my mom has been a chef since she was a kid she's been cooking not a chef since she was a kid. she's been cooking since she was a kid she went to le cordon bleu culinary school uh back in 2000 so cooking was very important to her and a big part of her life she taught me how to cook when I was very young. So I was always in the kitchen helping her cook. She was teaching me how to make things. So when we became vegan in 2017, it was very easy for us to make the switch because we were already chefs, already know how to cook. So we just have to change some ingredients around and make the same thing. And turning it into a business um, wasn't, is actually two things. It's turning into business uh, like prosperity, step two, but also Dharma, step three, because the whole reason I wanted to start at the beginning, way before the food truck, teach cooking classes, make cooking videos and do things like that was to show people how easy it is to be vegan, to make your own foods that tastes just like the non-vegan foods that we all know and love. And the food truck was a way of amplifying that and making that message even better and bigger uh very big it's a 36 foot truck (laughs) um the the uh the whole my whole idea and mission behind opening up a food truck was to not just teach people how to make their own food and how to go vegan but to make food for the people so they can eat it and the food does all the lecturing i don't need to lecture on about veganism they eat a, a vegan burger of mine and it does all the lecturing it's like i don't even need to tell them they say Oh wow! This is not. This is vegan. I can definitely go vegan. I'm not going to miss anything. 
And it's worked because 90% of our customers aren't vegan. And they come back for more. They're repeat customers. There you go. There you go. And I have seen a few of your videos online and I'm actually going to give a couple of them a go because, you know, my kids love all the fresh food. And I think that the, the more organic and, and fresh, fresher, you know, ingredients we use, it's going to be better for us. And it's a whole thing of, you know, reducing the carbon footprint and, yeah. you know, turning that 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 cycle around uh which 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 is key because again you know you mentioned it earlier on that, that there's some people that don't think about the future and and exactly. where we're going to be in 20 30 years and you know we look at climate climate change change now it's just ridiculous but you've also won an award uh for your mindful kitchen as well so congratulations that was from thank you is it peter petter peter peter yeah I People always get confused on how to pronounce stuff. <laughs> so that, <laughs> I, I used to as well. So that is awesome. So what's what's the plan with that business then? Is that that a plan at the moment to have one, or is it a case of franchise? Uh, is it a case that we're, we're going to get you know no more McDonald's and it's all going to be the mindful kitchen uh, everywhere we go? Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not sure at the moment. I mean, I only started this two months ago. So who knows where this is going to lead. Um, it could lead to more trucks. It could lead to a brick and mortar a franchise. Um, so I've been actually thinking a bit about that recently, wondering what should, what, how can I continue this? And, um, and um, it's, a bit, it's a bit interesting because, you know, this whole thing was actually a bit spontaneous. It was, um, you know, spontaneous in a way. Having some sort of eatery was an idea of ours for a long time. And we got close to doing it a few times too. Um, like, I don't know, uh, seven something years ago, um, we got very close to opening up a restaurant. Mm. Um, and like three years ago or something, no, no, more recently, yeah, three years ago, actually. Three years ago, we got this close to opening up a food truck uh, in Hawaii uh, because wow. we actually used to live there. Uh, we lived there for like three years. And we got this close to opening one there. But the only thing that stopped us from buying it is someone bought it before us. But the thing is, it worked out better because now um, we're back here in California doing our thing. And we got to make the food truck ourselves. So this is not a food truck we just bought. It started out as nothing. First, the truck was custom built. It's it's not a typical food truck. It's very big, um, so they had to make that. Then install all the appliances. They're all brand new. We planned the whole design and layout of the truck ourselves because we wanted to have everything in there um, specifically for what we're planning planning on making. Um, because it's a big truck, but still, it's just a food truck. So you need to be as wise as you can with the space you're using. We actually just recently had to get some modifications because one of the things uh, didn't make sense in the food truck. Um, but anyways, then we did the wrap. And um, it, was, it was a relatively lengthy process, pretty quick for a food truck, but still took a while. You had some modifications on your yeah, just, just, a few, just a little thing. We were planning on serving uh, lemonade, but we changed our mind because uh, a long story. But um, we had an ice chest for because uh, for the lemonade. But then when we decided we aren't doing lemonade, we couldn't use the ice chest. There was no need for it. So it was a waste of space. So we just had to send it back to the builder so they could take that out and replace it with a freezer. Um, and that that was just like a two-week thing but so we're when, back in so when you talk about obviously you're gonna open up that restaurant in hawaii do you do you believe in things happen for a reason oh definitely um everything not only everything happens for a reason but everything happens and doesn't happen for a reason yeah. even you know at the moment when something happens and this is another thing that i've learned through yoga Something happens in the moment that we didn't want to happen, we didn't plan to happen, or something that we wanted to happen didn't happen. And at the moment, we're like thinking, oh, that stinks. 
Uh, I wish that happened. Why, why did this, why did this not happen? Why did this happen? But then in the future, you're looking back and thinking, oh my gosh, there was a reason if this happened or if this didn't happen, I wouldn't be doing this, this, and this, or I wouldn't be here right now. And same thing with my mom having cancer. We could have been all down about it in Mopi thinking, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Um, but really it's all worked out for the best. And, you know, looking at the positive side, she made it, we're healthy, and it introduced us to a new way of living that's one, healthier for us, two, more sustainable in general for all things, and three, we're able to inspire others to do the same. Mm, definitely, I couldn't agree with you more. And you, you talk about um, climate change as well. You're quite an activist. Yeah for climate change uh, if you could talk us through some of the stuff that you've done regarding that because you know i'm a great believe, believer in it i mean at the moment in the uk we're having like a, a heat wave that we've never had before and it's like being the hottest for like 100 years and people oh, wow. are saying that oh it's just you know it, it's just one of those things but the weather <laughs> is changing the seasons oh, yeah. are changing it's getting hotter um i mean what sort of things do you do uh through through your work to try and spread that message? I teach people how to address climate change at the root in one very, very simple, anyone can do it way. Just changing what you're putting on your plate. Excellent. And, and, the, what, and what do you mean by, by, by that? Because is that because of, you know, the carbon footprint? Is it because of the animals? I mean... What do you mean by that? What what we put on our So plate? by adopting a plant-based diet, it I I believe based on what I've seen and research I've done, to be the most comprehensive way to battle climate change, and not just that, live a healthier life yourself, and also you know, being kind to the animals, and just living a good life. The reason is because you know animal agriculture is a huge, huge uh, factor in deforestation, in um, our carbon footprint, mm. and also um, world hunger. The reason is because in, in animal agriculture, raising animals for food, you're putting so much food into them and getting less out of them, which when you mm. think of it, that's not sustainable and it, I don't even know how it became a practice. Um, all mm. the, all the water, like I, I learned that by switching to a plant-based diet, you're saving 1 million liters of water, uh, per person per year. Mm. And I think, I, to be honest though, I think at the moment, I think, you know, I think one of the biggest things that may be stopping people is, is money you know you know you think it's convenient to go down to the shops and and buy these packaged meals do you know what i mean and be a bit lazy yeah. you know but we've found that if you buy all the fresh stuff in and you do it regularly you know and you buy your meal plan so you know what you're going to be cooking um it works out actually better than actually buying all these packaged meals and you look at all the e-numbers and and all the chemicals inside side of them and us as people we get out what we put in you know yep. we're like we're like engine en en engines it's like animals it's like dogs you know you yeah. you give them canned food 80 percent of that food is water only 20 percent is actually goodness so dried food is better so <laughs> we're like talking about dogs now but um <laughs> but 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 no you're 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 right and i just wish that more people would actually take that advice but again you're only 17 so you've got plenty of years in you to get that message out so if we spoke to your mom okay because you seem right a, a, a lad that's got his head on his shoulder shoulders firmly you know what your your goal is your your dharma um but surely you're not this perfect. If we asked your mum any bad habits or what you do wrong, what would she say? That's a good question. Let me think about that. Um, she would say that I... Huh. Now, I, I know there's something. I know there's something for sure. 
Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're like, oh, well, I, I don't know. I do. Funnily, that, that I've, I've been lecturing on about it quite a while. I get distracted sometimes. Okay. Okay. Wait, what were we just saying? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, it's yeah. fine. I mean, I mean, the thing is, I just, I, I, I just think it's every parent's hope that if there's any parents watching this or lis listening to this, is that our kids uh, grow up and be young, ad you know, adults like, like, like yourself. And it's so, so lovely to hear that you've got such a supportive and loving mum that's that's that that's gone through a lot, and it, she's just there, you know, behind you, you know, you know, living the dream of having a son that's so inspirational which is just fantastic to see and i, I mean the thing is i wouldn't have been able to do anything that i've done without her without her support and her guidance as well um because you know a lot of a lot of kids do want to do good things in the world um, a lot of kids do want to go vegan a lot of kids do want to do something but one of the main problems is uh their parents sometimes their parents aren't supportive of what they want to do um for veganism for example I've, I've seen a lot, personally myself, I've seen a lot of kids who are inspired to go vegan, but their parents are the one thing stopping them. Really? Yeah. yeah and mean, it's sad it... because, you know, kids, mm. you, kids get it. Kids mm. get it more than adults because they've been around less time, which means they're less conditioned and they see things more clearly. And with that, um, with the windows of perception relatively clear, it, they understand, one, that animals are animals, animals are not food. Mm -hmm. um, they're confused, too, by our practices of treating certain animals as pets and certain animals that we love, certain animals that we eat, and certain animals that we kill. Mm. And and kids are putting two and two together and realizing, and that's why that you see so many young activists out there mm -hmm. because we see clearly. So we just need to get the squeegees and clear the perceptions of people who have, because you, if you've been around longer, things become normal and you become conditioned to the way of living. That's why yoga is trying to uncondition you. It's trying to get you to see clearly those five steps or however many steps I told you in the beginning of physical breath and mind, all those things lead to an objective, uh, objective awareness, which means you are seeing things objectively unbiased and with no opinion whatsoever involved in how you do things and, and in what you see, which is, um, also a teaching in Buddhism that I've learned about, which is shunyata, emptiness. It teaches you that everything is empty <laughs> of perception. So you could say the sky is beautiful or that song sounds bad. This food tastes delicious or that vegetable smells gross. Those are all perception. Our perception doesn't make that vegetable or that song what it is. Mm. It is what it is and it's empty of all perception. Wow. You see? Wow. That is just like blow my mind. It's like it's like uh, listening to the uh is it the Dalai Lama? Dalai Lama? Yeah, you is know that actually what? that there's a lecture on this given they say Buddha gave a lecture on shunyata on emptiness what I was just telling you about. And it says that several of the several of the his students, his pupils that were listening to the lecture had heart attacks and died because of the impact of the teachings. Wow, wow! But the thing yeah. is, though, it it is the mind, isn't it? It's it's. I think that we don't use enough of it, and I think that we need to. Or we um, use too much of it in the wrong direction, in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think a bit more mindfulness would help the younger generation because, you know, I'm seeing over here in the U UK a lot of the younger gen gen generation having depression, anxiety, you know, social issues, and exactly. you know, they need to, you know, just chill and and to, to gather their thoughts and and those traps that I was telling you about at the beginning. Um, by that's why my mom was so passionate about teaching yoga to kids. Um, it's because 
yoga, having this practice, having this mindfulness practice helps you stay out of those traps, helps mm. you be more mindful, therefore uh, not coming into, not being anxious, having anxiety, depression, and really being able to, you know, live a nice, happy life um, with a, a mindset that yoga gives you to not, yoga doesn't take away all of your stress. By being a yogi, uh, you don't all of a sudden have all stresses pulled out of your life. No, mm. you still have those stresses, but you are able to deal with them in a better way. Mm. Mm, def definitely. And when you when you talk about the traps, I presume uh, yo uh, yo. I keep on wanting to say yogi, yoga. Um, <laughs> you know, builds your self esteem as well. It gives you a bit of self worth, worth, worth as well, and I think that's the main trap with youngsters because social media, you know, youngsters oh, now yeah. feel, feel that they've got to have their own brand, they've got to look a certain way, they've got to compete exactly. with other people. Social and, media is one of the biggest traps there are. Yeah, and, I mean, and I mean, more it's yoga. Just such and, a, hmm. It can be such a negative environment for young people. Because there's so much, so many traps in that trap itself of social media. Mm. And really, yoga teaches you, one, to be you. Don't try to be a, don't try to be someone you're not. Because be yourself, because everyone else is already taken. Mm. And um, yoga teaches you to be you, be unashamedly you all of your flaws and what makes you you makes you special and to not try to change yourself to fit in with everyone else be yourself and one thing that i teach is to not change yourself to match everyone else but be yourself so everyone else can follow awesome and flaws by being yourself others are inspired to do the same mm. And and I, I I don't believe people have got flaws because it's just differences. And I think that exactly the like most, I said, the, it's just perception. Yeah, and 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 I I I think the most beautiful thing about life and pe people are the differences. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. If we're all carbon copies of e of each other, this is where's like, the diversity? Exactly, and this is what I teach my girls: is that you know we want to live in a world of diversity and inclusion, and and exactly. all you know we're human beings on this planet. And you talk about parents, you know, being one of the main things about you know kids not wanting to go ve vegan. Believe me, I would be vegan every single day if I knew my kids would eat everything on that plate. And yeah, I would literally cook and yeah, what whatever they wanted. I, I am there for. So how can fans follow you? Because you've got your own website. Um, you do your YouTube. Um, you know, so you've got um, tobayatkins.com, which I'll put the link in in the uh, description of the video. So what do you Thank do you. on your web, web, web website? Is that to do with the yoga uh, and products, etc.? So, yeah, the website, that's where I, um, you know, you can find um you can find the charities and organizations that i support um you can that's where i did my uh online video series of yoga and cooking and um yeah so that's for that one also today's mindfulkitchen.com is for the food truck um that one you can just see what we offer on the food truck um and if you're local you can order food from uh and pick it up at the food truck um, i love that if you're local so not yeah, in exactly the U in, in the uk luckily like 80 percent of my list listeners are based in Ameri america or canada so i suppose okay. they won't still won't be local but uh but yeah no that would be, be wonderful, <laughs> wonderful but to see. also uh, the main my main platform is uh instagram okay. which is uh at today atkins that's where I post all of my upcoming events, my um, upcoming projects, and all the things that I'm working on right now, whether it's food truck, yoga, cooking. And you can find everything about me there. And what's next next for you? Obviously, you've got your food van, um, and you're going to take over, take over the world. I think more healthier places to eat might actually be quite nice um yeah you know make it easier so easy to eat unhealthy so let's make it yeah. easier to eat healthy yeah and you know what as you said like was it 80 or 90 percent of your customers for the food van aren't vegan 
and it's no. quite surprising because I've got a friend that's ve- ve- vegan, Liam. He'll love, he'll love, love, love me to mention him because um, you know he's been vegan for quite, quite a few years, and there's there's a lot of uh, you know controversy around is it completely healthy for you? But yeah, he does uh, these um, Ironman competitions. You know, where uh-huh. you cycle, run, yeah. And uh, there's loads of bodybuilders out there just showing that actually you can do everything you can normally, if anything, healthier. On a, oh on, yeah, on on a vegan diet. But but what's next next for you? Because you give the impression that maybe this uh, mindful kitchen might be just a stepping stone, uh, and you might have another plan in place for some something else. I mean, what's what's next for you? Who knows? At this moment, um, at the moment, I'm just enjoying the ride, seeing where this takes me. And, um, you know, for the food truck, it could lead to many things, could lead to um, more. What I'm trying to do with this is make it easier for people to be vegan and Mm -hmm. make it easier for people to be healthy. Mm -hmm. So maybe start that could start its own movement Um, through yoga. I'm just going to continue teaching, continue to inspire people to live a healthy lifestyle. And, you know, I'm using both of them together because yoga and veganism go hand in hand. They're on their own. They're so comprehensive and so um, such a full way to live a healthy lifestyle. But putting them together, it's even more beneficial. Mm. I mean, are you doing those on, on online or are they in person? I mean, can pe- pe- people do, do this from across the globe? So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I've been doing it online. Um Throughout the pandemic, I'm going to start going back in person as well. I'm planning on uh, traveling and teaching yoga in different destinations around the country and around the world, but uh, also continuing what I have started in the pandemic um, of my online classes, which are through Zoom, through Instagram Live, um, and on various other platforms as well. That is awesome. But of course, all all that, all those things and updates will be found on my uh, social media. And I'll put all those links at the bottom. And today, you've been a great guest. You've been a quite a very inspirational guest. Um, Thank you. Because it it makes a change. Talk talking about um, you know film and TV, and actually talking about something. Uh, different, and I've really, really enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Um, so please give your mom a big hug from me, and say uh, you know well, 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 well done because it is is about sure cancer, will. and and I'm just oh, yeah. so so pleased that you know she's come come through the other you know way and and she's health, healthy, which is fantastic. But today, look after yourself, Thank keep you. safe, and stay super. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to Be More Super, the podcast. It was kind of a crazy, fun experience. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button and share with your super friends. In my world, it means hope.